Hey everyone, this is Scandalous Radio, and I'm your gracious host, Okefi, and I'm going to have an amazing guest on the show. He has his own podcast, it's called The Half Full Podcast. His name is Ty Montana, an entrepreneur and an amazing business guy. Got his own car dealership and everything. So I'm going to have him tap in, but first we're going to listen to some tunes, and we are going to rock out and get to it. Scandalous Radio. You're now tuned in to Scandalous Radio. You're now tuned in to Scandalous Radio. Part of me is hard to see. I'm employed just to kind of me. Oh, niggas only doubting me because everything I'm bound to be. Oh, everything surrounding me. Get the best of everything surrounding me. I'm dodging all police, but I'm peaceful like the Ganjali. But I go now. Ah, now I go. Concentrated on my home. Power range to Angel Grove. Too smooth, grease, so marsh on beast mode. My gold like whole white. Let the beat ride my stroll. Finally got my act together. I really got a thinking letter. I moved in with my girlfriend. She treat me like I'm lemon pepper. Uh, depression let me like a leper. Walk around with dirty sweatshirt. Crossed over with my Kyrie step and I leave you with my best impression. And I go now. Whoa, now I'm home. Stop tripping off a dumb shit. Focus on my funds, bitch. You blow smoke, I build lungs with. You blow smoke on dumb shit. This rap shit in my soul now. Can't let it go now. I can't let you go. No, I can't let you know. I can't jam in a van without you being with bro. Well, it's another chapter, but I hope we end cool though. Kudos. Fuck. You are now tuned now to Scandalous Radio. Scandalous Radio. Yes, you're now tuned in to Scandalous Radio. And I'm about to have my guest on the show. He's such an amazing guy, man. But I'm going to have us rewind that tune and bring it back and for half a second. And then I'm going to give him a call back. It's hard to see. I'm I'm pro, you're just a kind of me. Oh, niggas only doubting me, cause everything about the beef. Oh, everything surrounding me. Get the best of everything surrounding me. Or I'm dodging all police, but I'm peaceful like the Ganjali. But I go now. Please leave your message for nine zero. Hello. Hello, am I speaking to Ty Montana? Uh, yeah. Hey, Ty Montana, this is Okefi up with Scandalous Radio. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Okefi with Scandalous Radio from Instagram. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing, man. I have the podcast here, and we I already pressed the record button, Can but I could go back and get everything edited, so don't you worry, okay? 
Yes. Um, I know that your schedule or my schedule's kind of been off and everything, and I know that you're a businessman and you got that car dealership to run, man, and you're super busy. I'm surprised that you even have the time to do a podcast. Um, I be busy, but it don't be fully with business. Um, I I basically use my business to be free to see my family and do what I want to do. Uh, so that's kind of like more important to me than the money. And so when I, if I'm kicking it with somebody else, I got to weigh it like, you know, it got to be worth my time because I could be spending this time with my family with my kids and or worse on the show uh i could be if it's a, if i ain't spending it with my kids i could be doing it towards my business and you know so that's my main thing you know a lot of, a lot of people brag about getting money getting money getting money but once you get a certain amount of money it's not even that your time is like way more the time is definitely Way more important. You know, I'm not going to be here to sit and waste your time. I want you to um introduce yourself and let the audience know what you're about because I know you're an entrepreneur. I know that you yeah, are. Right. I know that you're a Republican, and I respect that and everything. <laughs> and let me tell you something. It, it, it's, it's hard out there in the street, man. You're a Republican, <laughs> man. It's hard, it's hard in the streets, man. It's hard on the streets boy. being a Republican and black. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell yeah, people. I tell my audience all the time, they were listening, they would tell you, they was like, he's not a Republican, he's not a Democrat, but he's a capitalist at heart. Full-blown capitalist. Okay? Full-blown what? Capitalist. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not even really a Republican, I'm more conservative, but, you know, conservatives don't really have the, the you know, they ain't the mainstream, mainstream Republican or Democrat, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I lean way towards um, the Republican part. Um, the thing is, um, people, uh, it's, 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 I try to teach people because I got a new thing now. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be more like kind of what you're doing, doing the podcast. Yeah. I'm also trying to, uh, um, uh, put out courses online, how to make money. And, you know, well, not really how to make money, but that, the mindset of making money. And, you know, you got a lot of, um, entrepreneurs and gurus, they got, courses online teach how to do this teach how to do that make money and I, and I got a lot on. I, I got thousands I pay thousands of dollars for courses online and, and 99% of it is true you know it's not fraud 99% of it is true you can make money in all these different things you tell you can and of course you buy but in a day if you don't have the mindset and if it ain't and if, it, if it's not for you or you don't got that mindset you're not gonna make money they don't teach you the mindset they teach you just how to I mean you can make money selling some. this is like selling dope somebody can Get the same type of dope from the same club, and he making a hundred a week, and another guy making a thousand a week. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all about the mindset, what you do with it. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach people more of a um, of a mindset about making my, my mindset. I come from uh, morals. How you uh, the book? You know, I learned how to. Um, to honestly, you know, it sounds crazy. You got to know how to raise your kids. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's a mindset thing. It's not really about making money. It's more of a of, of a mindset thing. I try to teach my kids. We try to do a thing we call old money. Mm-hmm. We try to live our life like old money. Old money is people like Johnson Johnson and Rockefellers and stuff like that. We don't try to live uh, like the new money. New money is Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and all them. They're more of uh, 
people look at Bill Gates and all them as entrepreneurs. They're not real entrepreneurs. They 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 are inventors. You know what I'm saying? They they invented an amazing product instead of being stupid and sell it to a corporation. They kept it. You know what I'm saying? And then they end up turning to entrepreneurs. So they don't really have the mindset of they they kind of like sports players. Sports players think uh, know they got talent. So the reason why sports players like LeBron James, anybody else would give to the hood. And, and be a Democrat and, 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 and think that black people is on a, you know, can't make it because they look at it as, well, I don't know how I'm making because I got talent. I'm LeBron James. You're not me. You can't do what I do. So it's not your fault. So I'm willing to give you, you know, look out for you because, you know, you can't sing. You can't rap. You can't dribble a ball, you, you know, and because they're not entrepreneurs. They, they, they got a talent. It's the same thing with rappers and singles. It's all talent. And the entrepreneurs pay the talent. So, you know, you know, uh, L.A. Lakers pay LeBron James. That's the real entrepreneur, the, the people who own the NBA, the own L.A. Lakers. You know what I'm saying? The real entrepreneur with, with rappers is the big record label. They're the real entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, so we get confused thinking on how we can make the money is by, uh, you know, basically using our sweat, you know, uh, talent. So when we figure that we don't got that talent, you know, we, we, we kind of feel like it's the end and feel sorry for ourselves. And and one thing I don't I don't look up to Bill Gates. When I first started being entrepreneur, of course I looked up to Bill Gates. The word you know Bill Gates begging that you know. But once you get in the game, because a lot of people be like, oh you know these. I, I got a couple friends that's that's millionaires, and we be in um we be in the same Facebook group, and people be like, man, you know they they love watching. They pay like twenty grand for a watch, thirty grand for a watch, not one dime. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you blue or whatever them watches is. And um, they be like, yeah, man, I be hearing people saying that, you know, yeah, we got we work a million dollars and we wear a, a ten, fifteen thousand dollar watch. Bill Gates worth a billion, and he wear a, a twenty dollar watch. And then the one guy who worked more than everybody in the group said, look, man, we don't look at the Bill Gates. Bill Gates not entrepreneur. Just like the same thing I said, he's an inventor. Yes, <laughs> he yes, invent yes. things. You know, man, he, you know, he, he, if he ain't got lucky and invented uh, Microsoft. Then he'd probably just be working at a regular job, probably getting paid good, probably got a good education, probably get paid twenty thirty dollars an hour. And, and so, a lot of that has to do with his with his dad money too. A lot of people don't know about Bill Gates' dad. Yeah, yeah, you know, Bill Gates is a great guy, you know. But like I say, he people he, people always look up to people just because they got the money. They don't look at how they got the money. And being an entrepreneur, it's all about you turning one dollar into two dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you coming up with ways to turn one dollar into two dollars. And 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 that's how like a lot of people talk bad about Trump because his daddy gave him a million dollar loan. Now the Trump dad gave him a million dollar loan, and Trump turned that into five million. Then you'll be like, well, it went for his daddy went out of five million, but Trump turned that into eight billion. That's just like your yeah. daddy giving you a dollar and you turn that to a hundred thousand. That that that's that's your skill. So even if he wouldn't have that daddy, you probably would have eight billion, but he'll be he'll he'll be at least one billion. I mean, because he there know how to turn one dollar into two dollars. You know what I'm saying? So. It's all about learning, and then, and it's like I say, old school money. Old school money is mindset. You know what I'm saying? The old school money is mindset. I mean, we all like nice things, but if you look at stuff like the Games of Thrones and little uh, and, and the little yeah. little world back in the day where they had the castles and all that, yeah. it was all about your last. It was all about your last name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Somebody say your last. Yeah, somebody say your last name. They know if you're a crook, if you're a good person, just by your last name. So the daughters couldn't be out there being whores and. The sons had to work, you know what I'm saying? Had to show some type of family pride. And then these days, society teach everybody it's all about the individual. And uh, the old school money still is all about the last name. Johnson & Johnson and all them, 
Uh, it's still about the last name. You know, the Rockefeller is still about the last name. You know, you don't really see their kids on Instagram, you know, you know, getting um, uh, only fans, the daughters of Rockefellers and all that. Nah, but you'll see Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. I grew up Michael Jackson. You'll see Michael Jackson's daughter got to get all that attention. And Michael Jackson's son, he got, you know, he got a little job he do. He, you know, he got to get the attention because, Michael Jackson, even though he had a lot of money, Michael Jackson, he, he did his money like old school money. You know what I'm saying? So you still got to hustle because your talent, you know, Michael Jackson has all this talent. His talent, ain't, even though I don't believe in them, them as kids, but his yeah. talent, even if it is, even if, even if it was his kids, the, the talent can't go to the kids. You know what I'm saying? That's because Michael Jordan kids will be the, you know, ball in the NBA right now. So if you can't give your talent to your kids, you know, basically, you just live a good life just really for you. And your kids got to still go out there and do a little a little hustle. And I, I promised my daughter since she was born, I got two daughters. They don't have to work a day in their life. I said they, 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 they won't work a day, but they don't have to. It's, it's my job to take care of them until I die. You know, a lot of people look down at that. Oh, well, how are they going to survive if you die? Well, if I die and my daughter don't want to work and pay no bills, when her life gets cut off, understand what you got to do. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> when, uh, when, that, when that bitch you know to come up, you know what I'm saying? You, you understand. You know, Mac, I probably got to get a job. So, you know, people use that excuse that a man don't supposed to take care of a woman because what, what happens if the man dies? Well, it's 15-year-old girls runaways and somehow they still make it. 15-year-old yeah. girls run away on the street and they still survive and do something in life. So, you know, but in our day, I believe, especially our daughters, I think a man's responsibility to take care of his daughter for life. And, and I mean, what what's what's the best gift you can give your daughter is a uh, a company. You know what I'm saying? Not no save up money for them to go to college because then they go to college, they got to go to another man for a job. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the whole point? You know what I'm saying? So I give my daughter uh, company. You know what I'm saying? So like now my my daughter they they they're 112, 114, and uh, that comes to the car dealership. They make like. Five dollars or ten ten dollars an hour. They'll wash the car, pick up trash. My son, I pay him twenty dollars now. He's fifteen. He actually work on the car. I me. I tell my daughter, you know, they fail. Let's say get twenty. We get five or ten, depending on what we do. I said because your value is not worth more than the value he brings. You know, I said I get anybody to pick up trash. I mean, I get bum on the street to pick up trash, but I can't get anybody to, to fix the engine or work on the car. That's true. You know what I mean? And, yeah, to do so, that. yeah, it takes skills. So they already know at a young age they're not going to get paid hardly nothing unless they build their skill up. Even, you know, even they start their own business. So um, a, lot, a lot of people don't believe in that. They believe I just should get money for loyalty. You know, what I'm saying I should yeah, just get they, money because I've been at the job for ten years. And and they believe that not only the loyalty that if I went to college and I got a degree, I deserve to have this amount of money. And it doesn't work like that. At all, it doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't and, listen, work like that. and listening to your mindset and everything, you know, one might think you're from the Caribbean, like maybe from Guyana, because that's where I'm from. And just listening to you talk about a family last name, even back home, even when I'm over here, let's say I, I'm in New York somewhere, someone's like, "Oh, you Guyanese? What's your family's last name?" Yeah. They're gonna trace that back yeah. to that. They're gonna be like, "Okay, you, you." We know to stay away from that family. That family has a tendency of doing this, this, and that. And is and I'll be quite honest with you, it always hit the mark. <laughs> it, 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 and that, that's more important than the job, man. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying that's, that's way more important. Um, because at the end of the day, that just keeps it, you know, keep one hundred. You know, I was I was sleeping on my brother's floor like twelve years ago, uh, 
about 2009, 2008 or 2009. And, uh, you know, I was jumping job to job. And see my brother flow with my wife, Fred, and I had two babies. And um, and to be where I'm at now, um, my network is almost at, well, my network half a million. I'm trying to get it to a million, but, you know, Corona kind of slowed things down. But just, since I'm so used to, like, straight up, I'm, I'm straight up from the hood, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. since, since I'm so used to that, when I started making real money, I didn't even notice I was making real money because I'm still, my mindset still like tomorrow I can be sleeping on my brother's flow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my mindset still like that. So, uh, you know, I try to, uh, you know, I try to tell people that uh, you, it, 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 it was my mindset and, and, and the mindset was that I had to do. I always was entrepreneur since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, but what made me take it to the next level was book. I'm, I'm be straight up books, just straight up books. You know what I'm saying? I thought I'd rob a stock every like 10, 11 this book. I got a freaking whole library in my house. Literally, I got a library in my house nice. full of books. And uh, Jim Ron, um, he said something amazing. He, oh, you know, my uh, gosh, man. Um, yeah, Jim, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, Jim he the man. Ron. Jim Ron is the yeah, best, yeah, man. They, he, look, man, if they, before he passed away, they should have just copied his mind like a blueprint, man. Copy his Ooh, mind he, like a blueprint. He made Tony Robbins look like, yeah. Yeah, Tony Robbins ain't, <laughs> and, and you want to know what? I know people that buy these guys' programs, and, you know, I'm just going to let a secret out of the bag. These guys go to a school, like a whole big seminar where they pay a lot of money, and people teach them these things. So, you know, the Tony Robinson, I don't even listen to them. I don't pay attention to anything they, ha- they have to say. I'm, I'm, I'm 28 years old. And I'm listening to Jim Ron speak, and it's like he, he he speaks like a dad who wants the best for his child, for his kids, the best for everyone. And he he does it in a way with no emotion, but there's emotion there. He he, he gives you a different side of humanity, and look like man, look, you can succeed if you get it together. It's all on you. It's all on you. You the can't ask for handouts. The reason why he speak like that, like he, like he's uh, your family member, because he was in um, a business, Herbalite, and it's uh, it's a Mark Eleven business. So he had people under his team, and uh, I was in Amway. Matter of fact, I'm still in Amway. I don't really uh, market them now. I just buy the product because you know it's some really good product. But when you have a team, back in the day when I was coming myself getting really into Amway years ago, uh, when you get somebody on your team. And you ain't making no money unless they make money. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta, you gotta treat them like brother, sister, family. You know, they need somewhere to go. You take them. You know what I'm saying? You motivate them. You know? So he, he, he was an Herbalite. He probably had thousands of people on his team. Yeah. So he had, you know, he had to motivate them and keep them going. But one thing he said that, um, that was, uh, I forgot. We, uh, it was, it was something he said that was, um, ah, there's a quote he said that was really amazing. I mean, he said a whole bunch of, uh, oh, he said, he, one, one quote he said is, don't ice for it to be easier. Ice for you, ice for you to be, uh, smarter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't ice for things to be more easy. Ice for you to be smarter. And so, yeah, Jim, Jim Ron is that dude, man. And, yeah, uh, his stories, his story is very, is very amazing. Like with, you know, him having a wife and a kid at home and no money in his pockets. That's more. He, he would let you know. He he would let you know he was a failure. He'll tell you straight up. He was like, "I ain't had no money. I was in my twenties. No money in my pocket. I couldn't um, I couldn't commit to my family like I supposed to. I couldn't commit to my wife like I supposed to. But, you know, because that's my responsibility. I couldn't do it. I ain't had the money. The credit card. The credit card people kept calling. The debt people kept calling. 
You know what I'm saying? They kept saying the check ain't coming in the mail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he talked some dude named Mr. Scrunch or something like that. And um, Mr. Scrunch got some books. He's from the 1940s. And he changed his whole life. And the whole thing about Jim Ron, he don't teach you how to make money. That's what I'm saying. He don't teach you how to, yeah. you know, buy this for low and stuff. No, he teaches the mindset. The mindset. Once you get that mindset, man, that mindset, man, it's crazy. That mindset, man. The mindset of entrepreneurship, to me, is more important than the religion mindset for people going to church. Because when I look at a lot of preachers, especially in the black community, they more like, they, they'll take a phrase from the Bible yeah, and, 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 and just, It'll be, it'll be a phrase like, Jesus holds Joseph's hand and say, I got you. So they'll be like, the Bible verse so-and-so say, Jesus hold Moses' hand and says, I got you. But let me tell you something. When you out at work and someone make you mad, just look at you and hold your hand saying, I got you. When your bills be late and they start to cut your lights off, <laughs> just remember, you say, I got you. They just flow with the same thing. Everybody, and they say it all crunk. And how you love me. Everybody's screaming and all that stuff. But see, they would have some, and that's not helping nobody in real life. Yeah, so that, it's kind of, it's kind of fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm not, I, was, I, I grew up, I ended up being an atheist by the time I got uh, in my late 30s, in my early 30s. Then I came back to religion because I, I went to the to, to, to Torah. I found out that really the to Torah is what God gave the Jews. Yeah. And the Jews spread their religion all over the world, and everybody had their own version of the Holy Bible, whatever. And the Torah say it's only. Ten Commandments. That's the uh, the commandments Joseph uh, God gave Joseph. Ten Commandments. That's, that's really the only thing God wanted from people. And a typical person do that anyway. Typical person don't steal, kill, and all that stuff. So uh, the way the Torah is saying, showing that a typical person will you know go to heaven. But religion made it more harder to go because they make it more hard to go. That means you got to do what they say. You got to show up. You got to pay the money for the tithes and offering. But you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, so, you know, when I saw, you know, I, I started looking like that, and I was like, man, why won't these preachers bring in somebody like Jim Ron, you know what I'm saying, and, or, or all the other entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs and, and, and teach, them, teach people mindsets on how to, you know, how not to be victims, how to learn how to get money, and how to you, talk to people. Like I will tell you why they won't bring them in. Because guys like Jim Ron build civilization. To build civilization, you have to be a master builder, and I work in the cre- and I work in the credit business, and I tell people I don't do credit repair. I clean your credit, but I build the foundation, and I show you how to build the foundation for your credit. So once the foundation is built, the house can blow away, the tornado could come, but the foundation stays strong. And it's the mindset is what they literally pay me for. Nothing else. And guys like Jim Ron, they build civilization. The guys like the preacher, they got a flock. And once Jim Ron gets up in there, they have no flock no more. Because mm-hmm. what well, he does. Jim Ron. Yeah. He, 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 one thing about Jim Ron, he don't, he don't tell you what you don't want to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he straight up. You know you know, he be straight up with it. Are you stupid and everything? He said, uh, it's bad to be stupid. And it's worse to be poor and stupid. And it's, and it's worse to be poor, sick, and stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he, you know, he told people, how can you sleep good at night? The bill collector is calling. Your wife is yeah. mad. Your kids is hungry. You're hungry. 
and you're sleeping good at night. A full eight hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my 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 my, my wife hates how he talks. He be like, um, he like saying the last word. He be like, uh, you know, don't make it harder. Make it uh, don't ice for to be easier. Ice for to be smarter. Oh. He always hated <laughs> like that. <laughs> He that, drag, that, that's he, a little swag. Man, he dragged his words, man. That's his signature at the end yeah. of the, at the end of the yeah. He's dragging that last letter. He's yeah. gonna let you know get his point across. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, that don't make any sense. Why <laughs> that do, man? It's crazy how you know my father wasn't a good dad, and um, and basically, you know, he he um he, he moved in. He got married to this woman to take care of him, and you know, it's just bad example of a man. And so I'm like, man, it's something we can see about that got Jim Ron as their daddy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, God dang, how can you, you know what I mean? Like, I got a, it's a, it's a friend of mine. He, uh, matter of fact, I bought my first house with him. And, uh, he's a preacher. And, uh, he's like 80, 85 years old. And, uh, he's an entrepreneur. He got like 50 houses in Jacksonville. He owns a farm. He, uh, he buy cows and do something with them and send them to win, some of the people that cut them up and send them to win dicks. I mean, he just got, and he just opened up a, uh, thing to cremate bodies and stuff. I mean, he just making that money. And, nice. uh, he got, he got two kids and one of his son kind of worked for him, but don't got no entrepreneurial vibe. And his daughter, you know what I'm saying? She don't really do nothing. Like, she don't got no entrepreneurial vibe. But no I tell legacy. my wife, and people no like, legacy to, to know right, to carry right. on the legacy, man. Yeah, because I, I, I say people like the preacher, you know, the old school guys, they were so busy trying to get that money. They went home to teach their kids nothing. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll teach them right or wrong and whoop them, you know, when the wife say, hey, they was bad when you was gone. But they ain't never really took the time to get training like an employee like oh, this is what this how the business work this is how the business work they too busy out there chasing money and and honestly, that's that's wrong society fear because back in the day the man was out there chasing the money so the kids had to live with the mom and the mom had to put the love and discipline in the child that's what I'm saying the child see and the daddy you know the mom the daddy was a threatening to that hey hey you hey, you act up where your daddy get home and uh now these days the woman out there getting the money chasing the money with the with the man and the kids you know it's run by daycare, soccer practice, yep. tennis practice, all type of stuff. And, 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 uh, and all that is a lack of fatherhood. It's a lack of fatherhood, yeah. especially within the um, within our community, the black community, is a lack of fatherhood. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people is ready for a man to tell you to shut the fuck up and sit your ass down. Until people are ready for that, then we're going to start seeing a change. Because that comes with a lot of confidence and a lot of boldness and the power to execute. I'm 28 years old. We don't have a lot of brother that knows how to execute. Execution is key. You can read a book all day. You can listen to podcasts all day. But if you can't execute anything, you failed at what you were trying to accomplish. Execution is key. That makes us different from the other individuals, is being able to execute. Cute. Making mistakes is part of the game, man. I did it all, and that's how I realized it's like when I had the whole yeah. messed up stuff with the credit and all that, I don't see nothing as good credit or bad credit because now I understand better, and I'm listening to Jim Ron. And it was Jim Ron and the other brother, um, the other black guy. I can't remember what his name was. Leslie, uh, Leslie, man. Leslie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm listening to Jim Ron and Leslie, and that's the first thing I would listen to in the morning is Jim Ron. Then at 12 o'clock, I listened to Leslie, and I was building the foundation for my finance, for my mindset. I had to press a whole 
reset button on learn everything that I learned. And I said, you want to know what? This is what I'm going to do. I, I learned everything already. I just have to execute. And that's the thing. And I'm 28 and I'm a, a lot of brother comes to me with messed up finance and all of that. And a lot of it has a lot to do with not having a strong father figure, strong uncle, strong mentor, no strong father figure itself in their life. And a lot of things ties back to people finance. And a lot of people don't know that. And it's a strong foundation has a lot to do with it because you could build a kingdom and all that. But if the foundation is not strong, you can't bounce back. And a lot of, a lot of black people want to blame slavery. And uh, I would tell you, you can't blame slavery because uh, Booker T. Washington was born a slave. And by the time he got, uh, I think around 10, 11 years old, slavery was over with. And he became successful. And a whole bunch of black people became rich. And, uh, you know, they all don't have dads in the house. That's uh, true. They had morals. And uh, he built a school, discovered uh, a teacher, Tuskegee School. And he told all the uh, black people there that he, when he ran the school, that he built, he said, look, we ain't going to learn about science and all that. Man. We're going to learn about trade. You know, I'm, you know, this school going to be about building houses, plumbing, stuff like that. And you can make a lot of money. And even the racist white man uh, used to come to the school and pay the black kids, uh, the black people to graduate, pay them big money because in the end of the day, the white people didn't know how to do all that stuff good because they were so used to being, you know, they had slaves doing it and slaves and slavery is over with. So they couldn't, black, white, white people couldn't even take care of these seven ones with money. And because they used to blacks doing it for, for free for slavery. And once, uh, uh, because he watched and taught blacks how to make profit off of it, man, they was balling off on white people money. White people come and hey, I need, I, I need this built. And they be like, well, we're going to tax you, tax you hard. And you know, so that lets you know, no matter how racist you is, yeah. you want the best, you're going to, you're going to pay for it. You're gonna you know what I mean? They, they, they paid and all these, and all these black people got paid good. And by the time the 1950s came, black people had so much money. They got a matter of fact, they got a video on YouTube uh, showing a 1950s video saying that to all the people on the department stores, saying, uh, guys, you need to look out for the black community. They are the most biggest spenders. They have, they spend more than a white community. You know, and, and, and they, they try to tell you techniques how to get black people to buy stuff from the store. And, you know, they, they were like, black people like to have competition with each other. And show a black lady saying, oh, if I get this base, Becky's going to be jealous. And <laughs> Uh, but it, it, it still was a man and woman and kids inside the store, you know, white yes. husband and inside the store, and it was making, you know, kids was making money, and you know, and white people knew it. They, 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 they that's why they had to dedicate themselves towards um, getting the money from the blacks. So they making all the money, and was was screwing black people up. You know, slavery didn't stop black people. Uh, Jim Crow couldn't even stop black people. And what stopped black people was the welfare state, and that's, and that's definitely shows, true. Yeah, the statistics shows before uh, the 60s, before the welfare state kicked in, when it was like 10 or 15% of black kids with no dad, it was more usual to see a white kid with no dad than a black kid. Yep. Then after the 60s, when Lyndon Johnson passed the war on poverty, which he called it the nigger bill, uh, he somehow had black people vote Democrat for the next 600 years, and he had social workers knock on the door while the black man was at work and say, hey, uh, we'll give you a better place to live, give you free food, free death, but, but he can't be in the house. And then they went from uh, 10, 15 percent of black kids with no dad to today, 80 percent of black kids with no dad. And my wife uh, worked it like 10, like 13 years in Orlando, 13, 14 years ago. 
she worked at a uh, place uh, at a nice apartment complex. She just was uh, part time. She went to a temporary service part time, and she used to walk around with the, uh, the managers at a nice apartment complex, just looking females house uh, apartments. Seeing that if any male shoes, grown up man shoes, was in there or man type clothing um, in there because if, if they had man type, you know, the show they had a man living there, they'd be kicked out. Yeah, they get kicked out. So, they'd be kicked out the whole program. Right. Right, 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 right. So that really worked. And a lot of people don't really know nothing about Lyndon Jones because he's not uh, JFK, he's not Ace Riley, he's not like, like famous like that. But I think um, he's the most smartest president <laughs> ever lived because he he been dead and gone. And uh, he wasn't even voted in to be president. He got to be president because JFK got killed. And he was vice president. So, you know, he got, he's like an accidental, you know, accident president. And he set these. He set up the welfare state, and he dead and gone. And the Democrat Party still winning crazy off of what he what he did. So even though I think it's messed up what he did, but I'm sorry, person. Hey, I, I keep 100 clever and it works. You know, and black people, man, they'll 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 fight you. I mean, black people is the only people that'll fight you if you tell them, "Hey, man, look, tell your kid he can do anything in America. Tell your kid he can he, 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 he can go from mopping the floor to to to, to being a." Uh, you know, a CEO of a company on his own company. Yeah. Tell him he can do anything. They get mad with me. You know, and they rather tell their kid, oh, the white people don't like you, and you can't do nothing like because you black. Why don't you tell your kid that? And, and, and you know, in the whole point of slavery, when slavery was over with, black people ain't, ain't care if white people like them. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I always say a little joke to people. Uh, I, uh, I'd be like, hey, man, imagine a slave uh, over here picking cotton and somebody taps a slave and other slaves tap another slave on the shoulder and be like, hey, tomorrow Abraham Lincoln's going to free us and uh, we don't have to be working for these crackers no more. We, we, we'll be free. And this, uh, and he said, but the only problem is we're going to be free, but white people are not going to like us. They're going to sit at the, gonna sit at the uh, dinner table by themselves and, and call us niggers. Man, that slave would be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm free. I don't, I don't, I don't care what they Yep. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, that's the bad part. They're going to be talking about how they're calling up niggas. Like, when they see if they roll their eyes, hold they clutch their person, that, that, that's the bad part. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So, today, black people care so much that it's like, you, you, it's no, it's no actual law saying you can't vote because you black. You can't drink out of certain water fountain because you black. There's no law saying this. You know what I'm saying? And you know, so the only thing that people can get, say racism because a white person they, they might steal something or uh, or a police uh, kill a black man, but they don't show that the black man was was trying to fight the police and all that. And then honestly, even if the police was wrong, he should go to jail. But my whole thing is, if you don't live that lifestyle. The odds of it happening to you was super low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The odds of it happening to you is super low. You know what I mean? You start first on CD, the police all up, the police ain't all up in your face every day. You know what I'm saying? Because you trying to sell dope and you doing something. The odds of you getting to with the police is super low. You know what I'm saying? So even if it was uh, racist or police, um, and you know, plus they got statistics studies showing that more whites are killed by a cop than black. And um, out of uh, all black, uh, it'd be like nine police, nine blacks killed every year unarmed by police. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean unarmed, um, I mean, down, down, well, without a gun. That don't mean you don't have a knife. That don't mean you want to fight back. But in the end of the day, we got nine, nine or ten blacks killed by police a year. And I forgot how many blacks there is in America. I don't know if it's 10 million, 20 million, but we have over, uh, what it was, 20 something, 20, thousand, black babies killed every year. You know what I'm saying? To Planned Parenthood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why we'll never be the majority. We'll never grow. 
because we killing our babies. You know what I'm saying? And and we listen to everything what them white liberals say. Everything because black people have this mindset. It's, it's deep in their head, but they don't want to admit it. They think white people better than them. You know what I'm saying? They think white people better. See, the reason why I, I, I consider myself successful because I don't think nobody better than me. I don't think white people better I'm than me. I don't think people better than me. I'm the same way too, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's better than me. So I don't care. I don't care about the approval. I don't care about. I don't even think about white privilege. You know what I'm saying? My thing is privilege to me is uh, the only white privilege I actually see that white people got is most of them got more fathers in the house than blacks. That's the only privilege having a dad in the house that white got. But I don't, man, look, I got white people working for me. Look, I mean, white, 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 white privilege. The main privilege you can give your kids is you and your wife being staying together, even though she puts you the bullshit. But, <laughs> You know, he, it he comes to the, the territory, back. man. <laughs> it comes, bro, bro. I've been my wife almost 20 years, bro. Trust me, man. I should get a war. I mean, I feel like my mom and dad owe me some money. It feel like they didn't, they didn't even raise their ass all the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you be, you, you, be, you be in a society that, 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 that tells your wife and their other woman, you don't have to cook, you don't have to clean. That's, that's degrading. You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of had a mind pretty good because I got back my wife in 2004, 2003, 2004. It wasn't that strong. Back then, so I kind of got a little hold on him. But I feel sorry for my boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be sexism to, to think that his wife should get pregnant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that sexism. Why, why won't you get pregnant? They got somebody there for man to get pregnant. Like it's it's so you know. So I'm kind of thankful for what I got. But I, I, I look at my grandma and granddad and my great grandparents and all them and all the old old people. I'm just kind of jealous of they. I'm jealous of the relationship they had because the wife knew her place. And, and and it wasn't even nothing bad about it. Like, I even tell my friend, we get into it. Being working for another man, you basically a slave. That just, I know it sounds like just on smooth talk, but to me, that's just serious. You got a man telling you when to go to lunch, when to take a vacation, yeah, you sound when like, you do all that. I know. You definitely sound like my, you definitely sound like my mentor right there. <laughs> he never worked well, for you, no you're, one. You're, yeah, you're a slave. But sometimes, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But I look yeah. at it. If you if you go into slavery, at least have a a, a, a out plan, escape okay, plan. Yeah, I'm working. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm working here. You know, so I'm being a slave. I'm doing what is this, you know these people say working at the job. But man, I'm, I'm stacking my money. I'm and I'm investing in this. Or I'm doing this. Something going to get me out of this. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like being a um what what they call an intern or, or yeah. somebody go out of college and work for a company for free. You know what I'm saying? So kind of kind of if you have that mindset with it, that's cool because Lord knows I work for a whole bunch of companies. You know what I'm saying? But I had the mindset, I'm going to get out one day. I'm going to get out one day. So I had, I had to stop buying the Jordans. I had to stop buying the luxury. I had to stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, my, my whole mind frame was, man, I, I can tell you some story. You can just leave. I mean, me, me and my wife are the most humble people. We, we literally stayed in a house that was made in 1920, straight up wood. And uh, it had a hole in the bathroom. It had a hole in the bathroom that you could see outside. And a wow. rat come in there and I did. We first moved there, my wife sat on the sofa and just started crying. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy part is, we had about, uh, I think we had about seven, eight thousand in the bank. The rent was like two, three hundred. You know, my wife was like, we don't gotta stay here. We don't gotta stay here. We can, you know, we can stay somewhere better, blah, blah. And I, I told the man, I said, man, shut the fuck up, man. Our money ain't made for glamour shit. Our money, we, our money is made to make money. Yep. That's what our money is made for. Our money made to make money. And we had a little ragged in the Mitsubishi Eclipse. Let me tell you, one green <laughs> gold, one. I had one green dough, one red dough. Oh my hood. god! I had to string down. I had to tie the hood down where it won't. And the, the windshield was kind of like busted, and the radiator was so cracked because it made a, it's ninety three, so the top radiator made out of wood and it cracked. So every time I drive, I got to bring a jug of water. And literally, when I ride, when I drop my kids off to school, pick them up from daycare, 
Uh, they home, they've been home since elementary, yeah. but in daycare, I, I, you know, but um, I would literally have to um, open up the hood and it'd be a waterfall, like a literally waterfall on the air from the water coming out of the, uh, and I keep putting water in. And literally, we drive and stop at red lights, people laugh. My kid be like, Daddy, laughing at us. No, man, so. But my, <laughs> they my ain't old, laughing yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah. And then whole, then honestly, my whole family was, uh, you know, that's, you know, family's worse than, boy, I tell you. <laughs> Family is worse with the people on the street. I'm telling you, right, I don't cause, about cause, to keep my family like that. Because I'm telling you, man, they will clung you and love you to say that it comes to being black, man. I tell people, you, well, you, you, you got to be tough, if, if man. You, if you, if you, if you, if you lucky, that clown you love you at the same time. But honestly, you know, I get to a point that it, it just be jealousy, man. It be almost hatred. You know what I'm saying? It be almost hatred. when you so different and and and, and, and you sound like the black sheep. Because when I, before I was deep entrepreneurship, I went to work every day like everybody else. I had a lot of friends. I used to club. I call. I call it my Nelly days. You know what I'm saying? I had a whole bunch of chicks and everything. <laughs> I, I, I used to, man. My brothers was that. I mean, even everything. But once I started having kids, man, you know, I had to get serious with my life. Like, man, I got to set something up for my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't even about me trying to be a rapper no more. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I got to grow up. So I really started focusing on my kids and, and started trying to make this money. And then, you know, so I, I did live like, you know, my brothers. They have a nice apartment. They have a nice car to make a payment on. I have old raggedy. House or uh, the raggedy apartment, uh, raggedy car, but I always had more money than them, and I, I was investing my money. They'll just talk, talk crap, talk crap, then I'm not talking crap. Then he found out I was a fuck man. Oh man, shit, super sour. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They was like, yeah, oh, it, you're it, not it, the business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about the whole everybody was against me, man. And then I used to, I used to use that shit as fuel. Like I'm gonna prove to my brother, I'm gonna prove to my parents, I'm gonna prove to everybody that I'm gonna make it, and I and I and I use that as fuel. And then when the money started rolling in, you know what I'm saying? I said, you know, I ain't even mad at no more. I got the money now. I ain't got nothing to prove. And then when I started hanging around, I started dropping my mama's $100 bills. And, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like I was a drug dealer or something. You know what I'm saying? Money wasn't nothing. And, and you would think the respect would kick in. Like, okay, we was wrong. But now, since they know they was wrong, and they know they could have jumped on since the beginning, and they didn't, and now they over here delivering packages for Amazon, now it's like, Jealousy. Now, now I can't fuck with him now because if I fuck with him, we came out, we came from the same household, grew up the same way, and he living like this, and I'm living like this, and I'm and I used to clown him and tell him, you know what I'm saying, like talk bad about everybody else. Now he, you know what I'm saying. So I really don't even fuck my my brothers like that, and, you know. I don't even fuck them like that because at the end of the day, the, the conversation ain't even like 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 fancy. Before you before I talk to you today, I woke up in the morning, uh, Wells Fargo, so I got suspicious activity on my account and I look at my account somebody took um, $400 they put $200 at a gas station and they put 200 Amazon gas today I know I most of spent a gas station $10 from gas station. so I know I ain't do it yeah now back in the day if I had suspicious savings on my account it could be down $20 and if I'm driving to the bank hey somebody got me for 20 you know what I'm saying but now it's 400 but now I said if I call them up they'll give me the 400 back but they're gonna cancel my card I got to wait a week for another car. Yeah. Or I got to go in there and get. I got to go in and get a temporary car. I got to wear a mask. Yeah, and Too I, much so work, I, I'm kind of saying to myself, yeah, kind of, kind of, I kind of say to myself, maybe I should let that scam have this four hundred. I'm just gonna empty out my account. <laughs> like that, that's that's a month at a time because you know I got a business to run. That's and it's on my business account. Oh my God, I got to have some car for business. But I'm, you know, it just shows what level I am in life. I'm willing to lose four hundred for inconvenience. Back in the day, nigga, I wouldn't lose ten. You know, right, he was like, man, nigga. I ain't have. He's like, I'm gonna find this. He'd be like, I'm gonna find this nigga. Look, look, man. Yeah, what's the address? I ain't got to lose shit. 
What yeah, gas station yeah, yeah. was? You going to the gas station? You you you're, you're spending time now that it costs you more than the money. Cause you're like, look, man, how dare this person try to get me? Okay, I work hard for that money. interesting you say that man because you know I, I at my age at the age of 28 years old man um i got i i, I lost 20k and that's the most money i've lost and i lost this in a few months i don't really disclose it to a lot of people and at that point i stayed in the house i didn't went to work i got very depressed and you know, I just had a dream about it last night too. And in my dream, I was crying. I said, "I can't believe I got for twenty k gone, everything, all my money, gone." And at that moment, I sit down and I said, "You want to know what? My time that I'm spending, saying that I lost this twenty k, I'm going to look back at it and I'm going to laugh." And you want to know what? I'm going to get more. I'm going to get, everybody was like, man, that's 20K. I said, man, it's 20K, but man, I got to let it go. I can't let that loss consume me. I can't let that be the chapter of my life. Whenever I run into that situation, I will handle it again. I'm I'm definitely going to handle it, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going forward. If it does not cross my path again, I'm not focusing on it. Or if it does. And as long as you use it as a lesson. You know what I'm saying? If it's something you did to lose it, like it would say, as long as you learn, let's take about entrepreneurship. It's not no test. You, you get a piece of paper and you get you, uh, you a study guide, memorize everything in the book, they come back and take a test and believe it's good. That's why people people put educated people such on a high pedestal, and they're not. They just know how to memor, 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 memorize things real good to take the test. Yeah. Entrepreneurship ain't a memory. ain't no memorization, homie. It's all about fucking experience. Up. <laughs> you know experience. It's all about, yeah, it's all about. When I first started my car dealership in 2015. Um, my money was good. I bought three houses in Fody, and I moved in one of them, and uh, two of my on a flip. And uh, I, I honestly, I got that money from Amazon. I used to sell some Amazon back in the day, uh, I, the thousands of books and stuff like that. But um, so I was saying to myself, you know, I always think a new business I'm getting to. Things going good. So back then, my credit was kind of. I had like eleven credit cards, so I was like, uh, man, what should I do? What should I do now? Um, think about flipping cards. Cause back back way back in the day, I flip cards. That's how I really started. With everything, flipping car, going Craigslist, buy a car from seven, eight hundred. It was wrong with itself, like fifteen hundred, yeah. one or two days. That's five, six hundred, one or two days. And I don't think my kid back in that, cause you know my money was good and everything. But I was like, man, I can't give that to my kid. I can't give you know flipping cars to my kid. You know what I'm saying? So I have to. I need got. I got. I got a really start a business. So flipping, flipping a hustle is just for you. A hustle is for you. A business is for your children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Your your kid might not be talented with with, with, with the hustle you got. You know what I'm saying? So I said I gotta put the business, you know, I got I might as well get the whole the real dealership shit, which is so aggravating compared to the car was so nice. I mean, you just <laughs> buy a car, fix it, 
flip it, just give him a title, give you the cash, going about your life. But when you do the real shit, car dealership shit, man, you, I ain't even, you gotta get finance license like you a bank. Really? I mean, it just stops. Yeah, man. I, didn't know, man, I yeah, did man. not know you had to go through all that. Nah, <sighs> bro, you gotta get, well, I don't know, every, every state different, but I know in Florida, I ain't like, for my first couple of weeks, um, once I got the dealership going, see, I was broke because there was so many rules and regulations and, and all the stuff I had to pay to get it going. And, um, I did Uber for like um, two, three months to get my first car to, to, to put on the dealership. And um, once I got everything flowing, I started hiring people and stuff like that. And I'm also all these mechanics and crackheads, drunk. And uh, shit, I started going, bank account started getting negative. And then one day my wife came in, uh, I, I got a, I built a gym downstairs. She came in the gym. I was like, hey, I want to buy this. And I was just like, hey, man, you don't got no money for no shit like that, man. God dang. And then why hit me with that? We would have some money if you didn't waste all our savings on that business. You didn't give my wife to talk about I can read it, but yeah, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> she got it was right. I can even that back. I thought I had, I had a little chill just about to hit and everything. So I went back to the the next day. And one of my mechanics, he was one of my worst ones, uh, you know, he'll, he'll do a job. I pay him 500 He'll do a job. He'll do it right. He still wanted 500 And uh, he was like, I just sad. He's like, what's, what's wrong with Titus? He's an old guy. So call me Titus. Call me Titus. I was like, man, I don't know, man. I think I'm disappointing my family, man. Money getting funny and everything. And he's like, you just get through it. Like, so I just had that till that right till come out like I was Denzel on Glory. And then <laughs> I just said to myself, <laughs> I just said to myself, you know what? In business, you got to learn how to maneuver. Yeah. Kind of like them little cartoons, Bugs Bunny, you getting shot and he just dodging a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Society is coming, moving to the left, society is moving to the right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you got to be in the, in the business world unless you got somebody like a real mentor that's in that same field. I ain't talking no mentor just business period because I just too general. But in that same field that's successful, you can give you know, give you the blue, you know, the blue, the uh the blue nose blue uh the blueprint. Yeah. So I ain't had nobody like that. And I read the book, the book ain't nothing like a guy that actually like I I gotta own a million dollar dealership, just phone call away and he can just give it to you. So man, I just thought, man, I just thought I fired everybody and uh I I knew how to work on cars, but the thing was I respect older people that work on cars. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my thirties. I'm working on cars most of my life. Not because, not for business reasons, because I was too broke to pay somebody to work on my car with a break That's down. True. So I had to learn how to fix it myself. So I know how to do small things, but, but if, if you, if you 50 years old and doing this for 30 years, I'm just listening to you. I just give you that respect. And a lot of these older guys, they don't know nothing. They ain't trying to learn new technology. They ain't trying to learn how to diagnose. They too old school. So I ended up finding everybody. I started taking up classes, learning about wiring, learning about everything. And then my son, you know what I'm saying? Um, I started teaching him how to work on cars. So now, man, um, everything went start going amazingly good once I got rid of all the employees. And, and if something's too hard for me and my son to work on, or it's take, it take too long, ain't worth my time, I send out to another company. I got another company. They charge 150 an hour, but they charge me 75 an hour. They work on Maseratis and stuff like that. So look at my old school look, my little, uh, my, my, my cars, they were usually range from a late 90s to a 2011, different kind of cars. Yeah. And they ain't not for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's something too crazy. And like, put on the timing bill, when they say $6, I ain't got $6, I don't feel like doing that. I think it's going to be four, five hundred But once I started doing that, man, shit just started flowing. Like, boom, money just, boom, boom. And the crazy part is, like, I got a cousin who work at a car dealership, right? Work at like a yeah. fancy car dealership. So he was super tie. You know what I'm saying? Starbucks cut right around in the Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Because some customer traded in the Porsche, he took over the payment and he got a nice little truck. So you see him, you know what I'm saying? He come by the family, you know, suspenders on and shit, beard, you know what I'm saying? 
they ain't got a nigga like me, you know what I'm saying? I be fly online, but in real life, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm a full of crazy polo comedy guy, but since I've got kids and a white man, I don't, you know, I don't club like that. I'm going to collect the clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really wear all that, but yeah. So, so, so what I wear every day is some, uh, some khaki, uh, not khaki, but some. Um, I wear some boot t-shirt and um, some of them. Uh, what them pants with all them pockets? Of cargo, whatever Car- pants. Cargo pants. Cause it's yeah, a, yeah, I wear that most. I, I would, mostly every day. You know? I, I would definitely tell you, you, your cousin have the the nice house, but you have the strong foundation. Right, right. The house right. could be blown away, but the foundation is gonna stay there. Right, and it, <laughs> it, it happened to him. You know, it happened to him. Uh, he he lost his job. He had a condo downtown, and uh, it was I know it was expensive, around two three grand a month. And he lost his job, and uh, he ended up working at another dealership. He had to start his whole type of career over. But then some other dealership called him in Atlanta, and he moved to Atlanta. He supposed to make a big money. But thing is, when I get around the family, they look at him as the one with the money. <laughs> if he if he's a regular hard worker. And these people are real life, even though my car doesn't get all big, giant, beautiful with the popcorn machine and the balloons. See, he, when he sell a car, you know, he sell a new car, he get a, he sell a car for two hundred thirty thousand. he probably get a commission of $100. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow, really? Uh, uh, 200 yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't get, like, I knew a guy back in the day, old man, he, he wanted to put me in Amway years ago. He sold, he got a $600 bonus on his check because he, he worked for, uh, he worked for Toyota because he sold 30 Toyotas in one month. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they're new cars. You know, we're working on used dealerships. So I did a man like 30 and, he, and Wilson took a little 20, 25,000 a piece. So you made him over 100, 200,000. You got, you got your regular money and a sitting on a bonus. You were happy as shit. So I know how the game works. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I, I call these people the Starbucks Cup people. For some reason, if you got Starbucks Cup in your hand, that means you're smart. You got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you got Starbucks Cup. I, I can't say. I be always saying, look at that Starbucks Cup. You want to know what? You want to know what? I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm gonna start walking around with a car Starbucks cup and water inside of it with ice. <laughs> yeah, do that, man. Yeah, people think you got that bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they gonna think he, I got that like bread. So he he make a little hundred two hundred dollar commission, but people don't realize you know my car's older. When somebody put down two three thousand on the car, that's all my money. Yeah, <laughs> I go to dealerships. I can make three, four, five, six grand in one day. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and we ain't gonna talk about three hundred dollars a month. They gotta pay me to keep, to keep the car. You know what I'm saying? I don't wow. even, I don't even, yeah, I don't even talk about that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I work on the cars. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I if I ain't too busy, you know what I'm saying? And I got a little car collection. I got like four cars. That, or I like old school luxury cars. But thing is, if I want to, if I really want to fuss on the cars, but thing is, I'm not about really flossing. You know, so I'm more about my kids, man. You know what I'm saying? My kids, man. I want my only fear of death is. uh I'm not gonna see my, you know, not gonna see my kids. You know, they're not gonna see my grandkids. Right, like right now, I'm working on my grandkids. My, my oldest daughter, 14, she's not pregnant. You know, so she, yeah. she ain't even having sex. I know she ain't because you're home school. You're home 24 7. But I'm always thinking about her kids. I ain't thinking about her no more because she's straight. I got yeah. her straight. You know what I'm saying? My, my son's straight. You know what I'm saying? You know, my son's straight. My son got more money cash out than a lot of grown men do. You know what I'm saying? And then he, he don't just get it. Now, my daughter, they kind of get shit to me, my daughter. I'm not gonna, but my son ain't not. He, he got a, you know, he, he he like to build computers and shit. And I'd be like, you know, he need, like, he want a $600 um, graphic card. Oh, yeah. He, he, already know not, he knows he, what he's doing. He, know he knows what he's people. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know how to ask me for it. You know what I'm saying? So he already, he'd be like, so that when you got some, when you got a car, you'd be pissed at the car lot. He already know. You know what I'm saying? He got to yeah. go there, get greasy, get dirty. 
And the good thing about him is he don't look like the type of kid that work hard, you know, like a blue collar guy because he's he a computer nerd. But at yeah. the same time, he, he know how to work on cars. He get dirty all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I am. You know, I, I can hang with the blue collar because I'm a businessman. I mean, I've I, I probably read more books than a typical college graduate. I still read. I got like 200 books in my Audible, um, on my Audible account. Man, you your know foundation... Your foundation is definitely, definitely strong. Since you're in the um the car business, what do you think about the old Toro wave? Because my guy out in um Phoenix, Arizona, he moved out there, man. Him and his girl, zero dollars. She's pregnant. Zero dollars. So I'm saying zero dollars. They move all the way up to California, then they move, then they went back to Phoenix, Arizona. And he is highly successful, man. He is killing it. He's also doing the Toro business with the cars and stuff like that. I got you. Honestly, I I, I did look up Toro a couple of years ago, and uh, because this is what I try to tell people with they come to the internet. Internet is bad. Internet good. You somebody like me, because the thing is, Facebook. Everybody know Google. They they kind of monitor everything you do for advertising. So they're like my daughter loves DTS and the whole K-pop thing. So anytime she on social media, she gonna have advertising for you gonna get new K-pop TV. You know what I'm saying? They 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 know what you like. So if you're an entrepreneur, that's that's how I know that it's a personal real entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, you're gonna get so many offers from other people trying to get you to, to do business with them online. Hey, I show you how to make this money doing this. I show you how to make this money doing that. Cause they know that what you into. That's, I mean, it's all a matter. It's advertising. Yeah. So yeah, I got I got you know I got stuff about Twitter and all things like that. And uh, for what I read about it, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I ain't got too deep, but it's, it seems like it's a straight business. You know, man, like let me straight, tell you, you man. Know, man, let me tell you, you get off this call, you're going to get your Toro account. You pop a few cars on there. And I'm telling you, it's all about look. It's, you already know. You look at your competitors and everything, and you find your sweet spot. And they have to have their own insurance and stuff like that, man. Trust me, I did heavy research on the years ago. I did heavy. I did YouTube. I did everything on it. That, my fact, that was when, the, you know, as soon as I got rid of my uh, employees and things started getting a little bit better, uh, I had other companies call me up uh, called Netgear. Uh, they yeah. they finance you for the options, and, and they got a special program for uh, you can start your own rental car company. Like they'll finance the car for you to run it. And then you know, but I, I don't, you know, I know you the credit guy, but uh, <laughs> I always, I believe in cash. Is, is king. I believe it. And I'm not going to lie to you. Cash <laughs> cash is definitely king because let me tell you something. I think, I think credit is good if you're trying to use other people's money to make money. That's my motto. If, you know what I'm saying? If, I want, yeah. if I'm trying to buy a house and flip it, I want my credit good so I can get a loan and I'm going to flip it so use other people's money to make money. But I don't, but I believe it's crazy how people I tell you, get their credit just to borrow money and pay it back. You because you want to know why? You want to know why? They don't know how to execute. And if you don't know how to execute, you don't know how to leverage. They don't they they don't know how to leverage. A person can have an A fifty FICO score and they do not know how to leverage because they lack the education. Well, well, well I was thinking even they kinda of know if they well what's like my whole thing, what's the point of bond even let's say you're pretty good yeah. and, and you can get a you can get a car off lot with no deposit, like fifty grand no deposit. You can just ride off. I mean, that sounds good to the side of man. You can't just ride off with no, no, you know. But in a day, it's not free money. It's not free you money. Look at credit like you free money. Back. You got to pay that, and you got to pay interest. So my whole thing is why why people try to act like they're so successful because they can get a house or take a borrow money. 
what they got to say about it. Yeah, because I, 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 I tell people... Like, I, I tell people credit is good when you want to, if you know how to leverage. Like I will go to, um, I looked at Toro, right? And I'm saying right. I got a 780 FICO score. How can mm-hmm. I leverage to go and get this car and have this car make me some brand? So I don't have to right go now. Right to now. a job. Right, right and a lot of people would not right do now. that. The the look, let me tell you credit important. Hey, I tell you, eighty to ninety percent of people that is using their credit don't know how to leverage credit, and I let it be. I just let them. I leave them alone because they will say, "Oh, I want an A fifty FICO score," but you give me a hundred thousand. Oh, I know how to leverage that bread, and I know how to leverage a credit at the same time too. But a lot of people get an A fifty and don't know how to. They don't know how to leverage because that goes back to foundations, and morals, and leveraging relationships in your life. When you was done, right. and you literally said, when you was done and everything, you had to evaluate your whole situation, look at your foundation, and have a different approach. That is leveraging. A lot of people don't know right. how to leverage because. Most of us, we are emotional, and most black people, we are very emotional beings. And you can't, right. you can't, you can't be logical and and be emotional and then try to leverage it. It, it doesn't work. And school don't teach us that either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, don't even get me started. With, don't get me started with school, man. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how the rich. That's literally how the rich get rich. They 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 use their credit to get rich. It's not about getting yep. credit where you can get your get your nice little wealth. Not about getting to a nice little house. I mean, it's literally cause they, like, for instance, it's my 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 wife got this friend and her husband dad owned a gun shop, but the but the husband dad husband granddad he got money and stuff. He did some big money thing thirty forty years ago. So basically, the gun shop don't even gotta make money. It's just hey dad, the, uh, you losing money? Well, I send you a check. But you know what I'm saying? But so they're not—they're not really real entrepreneurs. Kind of like LeBron James when I find out he got a—he uh, got his wife a, uh, a shop to sell yoga. And people are like, oh, look at the entrepreneur black business. I like, look, dude, this guy worth like a hundred, two hundred million dollars. If he not make one dollar in that yoga business, he don't even care. Matter of fact, he might the guy he got one to one of his accounts say, so yoga business, oh yoga business, what yoga business? It could be a tax write-off. <laughs> for all we yeah, know, yeah. it's a tax write-off, and he's not saying yeah, nothing. Yeah, he's not an entrepreneur. He's a talent. He's a talent. He's kind. Of, he got a, people got a. People got to know the difference between talent and entrepreneur. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's those people got But the people out there that are being good, good long for the bank and got to pay off a house in 30 years. People literally think that typical house, you know, if you spend, if you borrow 200000 by the time you pay it off, it's worth half a million dollars. Typical house go down like cost. You and, and know you, what I mean? And you want to know what? Go, people are putting, people are banking on the house value and the property value. Let me tell you, man, if I'm going to get a house, I'm getting a multifamily house. I work in the credit business. I got clients that is making half a million dollars that got more money, that drives more nicer stuff than me. What I wear, I go to Walmart. I get me straight, plain white tees and I show up with my pants. The biggest bill I got is a thousand dollars. That's all I got. I show people. I'm like. I got a thousand dollars. I'm not because I have a eight fifty FICO score. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be buying stuff from left to right because I have the credit. No, if it's not gonna make me money, it does not make sense for me to Thank buy you, it or anything people, like that. 
it's brainwashing. Like they get they like if you spend thirty years on paying off something, let's say twenty eight years you lose your job. The bank gonna want they they ain't gonna want to take the house. Yeah. What the fuck you had two more years ago? Oh, I, I paid you job for twenty eight years. Yeah, homie, but you owe us for thirty. Give it up. Yeah, why why put yourself in a, a situation? Then by the time the thirty years come, your, your kids ain't really gonna date the house like that. You know what I'm mean? saying? You know, they going oh, this old ass old ass house and they might sell it to an entrepreneur for the low. You pass away and he leave the house, they gonna they probably give it to an entrepreneur because a house right now, twenty twenty one house is gonna look uh look totally different from a twenty thirty one house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, a 2040 house, you know what I'm saying? So these young kids going to be like, man, kind of like an old car. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, I don't want this. Gotta, you know, and they don't give it to an entrepreneur to flip it. You know what I'm mean? saying? So you pay 200 grand for it by the time you pay it off. The kids sold it for, for 40 grand when you die. Because the houses out there look teen, got new type of wiring, new type of old new design. They don't want that old ass shit. You know what I'm mean? saying? So people think they're doing something. Then you put yourself on a kind of like, I put with the preacher, I bought two two houses of cash and, and my money got kind of funny for the third one. So yeah. the one I got moving into, the preacher was like, you know what I'm saying, I could just pay him off in eight years. And then I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like a hypocrite. I teach people not to be making payments like that. But he, he kept it real with me. He said, look, look, sorry. Typical person say, say 30, 40, 30, 40 years to pay off a house. You got what? eight years. <laughs> Seven, eight years. That ain't nothing. I thought about it. Now, that's cool. If you, if you can pay off a whole house in six, seven years, I don't even look at it as that's, that ain't your life dedicated to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Two person to hold a job or, or, or keep yourself together for that long. You talking about 30, 40 years of commitment? You know what I'm saying? Don't want you know what I'm saying? What happened to Corona hit? You know, another disease hit and they closed everything down. Man, I tell you, man, people do the dumbest stuff. But then, well, one thing I do learn, if you out there trying to save the world, if you're trying to put people up on games, and they arguing back with you or correcting you, and you over here got the success. I get to the point now. That's why I'm starting my whole little thing online. It's only for people that want to know this shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't cold calling people no more. I cold call my brothers. So I put them up on game. They ain't want to hear this shit. Now they see the money, they see the success. They still don't want to hear the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They still don't want to hear the shit. They'll, they'll, they'll take the bread. You know what I'm saying? But they don't. They, they, they ain't trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? So the whole thing is why keep you know keep trying trying to put people on game that don't want to be on game. Shit, you know I look at it. Class is over. You know, if you want class, you got to pay for it. That's gonna start a whole online course. Start a whole channel online. Cause it'd be like twenty dollars a month, and it just teach you mindset. You know, making money easy. Making money, making money so easy. I'm mad because I'm only one person. And that's I how I. And that's how I came what? across your um your podcast on um iTunes podcast because I was strolling. And I'm listening, I'm strolling through and I'm listening to and I'm not seeing a half full glass. I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, I'm like, I said, I know this is a brother right here. And I click and I listen and I said, oh, man, I need this guy on my show. At that time, right? Right. I didn't have a podcast. At mm-hmm. that time, and I listen to your stuff religiously and I keep listening to it. And I'm oh, driving. Man, and I'm, drive- to keep going. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, and I'm driving to Toronto, and I'm like, okay, I'm listening to him. I'm in Montreal with my headphones and my buddy. They're like, yo, what are you listening to? You got these big ass headphones? No, no, no. I'm listening to homie. I'm listening to stuff like that. And I said, you want to know what? I'm about to go and buy a podcast equipment, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk, and everyone I listen to, and people who are business savvy that came from nothing. 
that is telling these stories that have a strong foundation, I'm going to have them on my show because I believe that brothers, sisters need to hear this, but brothers, I be I believe that brothers need to hear this mostly because we are the builders of civilization and civilization cannot continue without us. Because right, right, right. we are the ones that build it and the women carry on the legacy. And I'm listening to you and I said, You wanna know what? I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna build a I'm gonna create a podcast and just like that. Just like that. Before hey, and this was like hey, you, gave, you gave me motivation like, damn, somebody listening. <laughs> and people like and people yeah. like and I'm I'm and everyone was like, I, I bet you don't have a lot of fun. I said, I don't care. These are the best people to listen to. The ones that do not have yeah. a lot of followers are the ones that be dropping a lot of the gems. Well, and right. I'm gonna the listen to him, man. You gotta know how to advertise and me being a I'm an old school businessman. I'm more of a tangible businessman, like stores. Like, you know, I gotta give you something in your hand and you give me money. Yeah. I'm I'm more of that type of businessman. I'm not really the uh computer online businessman. And honestly, that's the ones that's making the real fucking money. The online is worldwide. Yeah. So it's hard for me, like you, and know, you wanna know why to, you wanna know why they're making money? Because it's easy for doing they're not seeing a person face to face. Right. So a lot of them don't have communication. Yeah, they don't have communication skills. They don't have people skills. And those are that's a skill. Talking to people and listening to people is a skill. And a lot of people don't know that. And working in sales, dealing with cars, dealing with anything where you have to sell a product to an individual, you have to understand what that individual needs are. And you got to cater right. to it. So it, 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 it requires a skill, man, that a lot of people you'd be surprised that don't have. They but don't you learn it, though. It, it, it yeah. got to be something you blessed with on day one. You know, they got your boy, uh, you ever heard of Grant Cardone? He's, he's super famous. He made, um, uh, Greg Cardone? Yeah, Grant Cardone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the he, real estate he, he guy. He's a nigga. He's a nigga. 1700 for his class. 2000 oh, 20000 no, But in a day, he showed, because back in the day, I, I used to sell Kirby. And I uh, uh, I'm not gonna people those who weren't even expecting me to try to make them spend two grand on a vacuum. And when I, it, I had, I used to listen to the tape of if some guys in that in that business can get that two grand out your pocket, they can't get that two grand out your pocket. You could have put that shit on credit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Some people got that skill, and then some, you know, and if if you want to be successful in that business, you got to learn the skills. So you have to actually take the courses, take the seminars. A lot of people think when you do this stuff, it's fraud, it's scams, because once you Pay two grand for the course you tried and it didn't work. No, you got to keep it going, man. You got to. You can make money selling pencils. You can you sell. You can make money selling erasers. <laughs> you, you get rich off any damn thing. It's the mindset. Yes. It's the, everything is the mindset. Everything is the mindset. I, I could lose. I, I could. I could start a little small little business up for two three grand. Don't do good at it. I'm not gonna blame. I'm not gonna blame the industry. I'm gonna just blame myself. I'm be real with. It. I'm be like. Like, instance, carpet cleaning. I started carpet cleaning something. First, I thought I was doing $25 a room because, you know, I was a no-name. And um, and a lot of people don't respect the carpet cleaning uh, industry like that. They literally think you just vacuuming the flow. When if you're a real carpet cleaner took the classes, you know it takes five steps for one room to get right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, um, yeah, it takes five steps. You're going to do it right. So I math, I pay, I pay hundreds of dollars for different books to see how to do the carpet. You know what I'm saying? 
And I, and um, man, I saw y'all twenty five, and some some customers be like, man, I had I had to pay sixty a room, and the the, the guy ain't did all the stuff you doing. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I learned from Frank Lucas, uh, his dope was ninety nine percent pure, uh, compared to other dope dealers like fifty six percent pure. Yeah, and his shit was ninety nine percent pure, but it was cheaper than the one that was fifty percent pure. So crackheads had no choice. <laughs> it was but just to common come to sense. Him. It, uh, you know, it was, it was common sense to get the best dope. You get the best dope for cheap, and, and the worst dope costs more. You know yeah. that? So I tried to do my service like that. So I paid twenty five. I tried twenty five room, even though I give you like seventy five dollars room worth of service. So I started building clientele. So I started getting good. I started telling friends and family. Then I went up to, uh, I think I went up to forty, forty a room. Now it usually take me an hour to do three rooms. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at seventy five dollars an hour. Then once I started doing a thirty five forty room, I was gonna go over hundred dollars an hour. Now, mm-hmm. Corona hit, that kind of slowed me. You know, everybody wanted carpet clean. Then with Corona in it, well, slowed down, and people started by calling for carpet clean. I, I thought I had, I had time to, I had time to think. I thought about, it. I said, I'm losing money doing carpet cleaning because it, it, it sometimes somebody be at my dealership and be like, hey, bro, I'm trying to get this car on on Facebook. Uh, you said two thousand dollars down, and I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, bro, you good? Let me uh, give me about an hour. Let me, I got the carpet clean. I'm finish this person's carpet. So I finished first carpet, get a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, boom, in an hour, hour and a half, boom. And then I call up the guy, hey, where you at? Nah, bro, I went, I went to and bought a car. So it hit me. I lost two grand for hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like... saying? So I had to let go of the, you know, now I can hire anybody. My wife's like, you want to hire somebody? Like, nah, you employees, nah, you fucking around, you hire dudes, you know, you know, employees. I mean, I was employee. I know I wasn't a great one. Employees, they think about themselves, and they don't give a fuck about your family business. They'll steal. Even the, even the ones that don't, even the ones that lawyer, they're going to want raises. Yeah. They, you know, 15, 20 hours, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I try my best not to deal with employees. And then you got females. If you're fired now, they're going to say you, you raped them. Or yeah, you, you're going to say, yeah. Right, you know what yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just, I, I leave that to other companies. That's why I, I rather outsource. You know, hey, I pay you, I pay a little extra money. You, you and your employees. I always tell people that street credit is 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 some real stuff, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Having you people say, what? Real credit, what? I, I said I street credit is some real stuff. Having people say that you know he's a bad businessman, don't do business with him, this and right, that, right, and man, right, that stuff right, could tarnish right. you, man. Right, 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 right. So you know, I try to keep man look, let me tell you, I don't know if you got kids or not, but uh the best people to work with business with is the old lady and your kids. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they ain't about the paper with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, it's about the last name. They care. You know, you know what I'm saying? Employees, I ain't trying to hit all employees. I was employee. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of good employees out there. But in the end of the day, employees, they mindset is, I come here, I want my check. And, which ain't nothing wrong with that. You deserve your check. You work. But at the same time, they won't, like they won't raise this off of loyalty, and uh, I learned. I don't know if I learned that from Jim Ryan, Some book I read, it had, it said uh, an employee will you start employee off, let's say ten dollars an hour, and the the work he do is worth ten dollars an hour. Is that how much value he brings to the yeah. company? Ten dollars an hour value. So you probably making fifteen dollars off of them. So you know five go towards the the bill. You know you got five dollars. You have to that between the light bill, water bill, rent. You know what I'm saying? So his value ten dollars value. So year or two later, he go out there, get a wife, 
get his wife pregnant, get two, three kids, got a house, set up an apartment, got a car note. Now he come back. Hey, man, I've been here for two years, man. I got a family now. I got a car payment. Man, I can't be doing those $10 out, man. You got, I got to get a piece of 15, man. Cause Do you want to know why they're like that? I'll tell you why. Because, right. they, because they treat the job like a bank account. Well, people that if you think like that think about the employees the employer think about what he think, think about what he'll say like i say to you look bro you give me ten dollars an hour worth of value i didn't told you to get your chick pregnant i didn't yeah. told you to get a house i didn't told you none of that so since you decided to get all that the value that ten dollars you bring i gotta give you more how about this how about you bring up your value and make me more money the company and i'm gladly to pay you you know what I'm saying? Because you're making me more money. Yeah. Now, how about instead of being a regular uh, employee, why don't you come up to be a manager? Manager is more, more important than a, than a regular team member. How about you be supervisor? That's, the people are real. That's why CEOs get paid so much money. CEOs not real bosses. They're not yeah. investors that own the company. The problem is the why CEOs get paid so much money because like me, Clancy, I do, I run my business really by myself with my, with my kids, my old lady, and like I said, I outsource. Let's say one day I said, now I don't even want to run the shit. I don't even want to run the shit no more. I will pay a guy good ass money if he just run my whole shit. Every, everything I was doing, he do it all. You know, he hired people, he fired, he do, he do the whole thing. I don't do shit but just being dinner with my kids, sipping on lemonade. Yeah. I'm going to cut him a fat ass check. Yes. Because he's basically doing everything. He leaving everything. I don't got to do shit no more. I'm running because I'm a fat ass check because he's controlling the whole thing. That's what CEOs do. CEOs make these big money because the owners of the company don't have to do shit. You know what I'm saying? The CEO hire the managers, hire the supervisors, fire people, do everything. They they stop the owners of the company from doing anything. Now, a lot of people say, oh, that ain't right. The person bought the flow only make $10, uh, 20000 but the CEO to come make 200000 That's That's not fair. Anybody come off a goddamn flow, but anybody can't take over a whole company so much, so valuable. That the guy who owns Amazon, like Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos ain't ain't ain't, ain't hiring and firing people. Yep. Jeff Bezos ain't doing shit. He probably swing by his tight ass suit on just to just to see what shit. I don't know. I mean, he bored. He ain't doing shit. He have a CEO of Amazon who do everything, and he can just do a fuck he wants. So that's CEO gonna get paid good as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But they can get fired quick too. So if if, if the company go public and people putting shares on it, and then the the, the stockholders who put they put shares on it. Not liking the way the company going to do a board meeting and everybody agreeing that man, I take my money out this stock. So yo going like a that motherfucker going out like a heartbeat. It yeah. go from two hundred thousand years to zero. So, but it's it's, it's value you bring. Like I'm, I'm writing a book. I've been writing it for two years. I'm just so slow with it. Uh, I do got the time yet, but my goal is to uh, go to companies like Walmart, McDonald's, and Crystal's on them and, and talk to the employees. And, and and how they employees have a better mindset, and if they have a better mindset, that helps the company out. Like I, I got in my book that um, somebody at Walmart, somebody say Walmart only pays me not only pays nine ten dollars an hour, and I say no, Walmart pays you ten dollars an hour. If somebody in Walmart getting paid one hundred and eleven dollars an hour, you know what I mean? So you got a ten dollar hour all the way to one hundred eleven dollar hour window, a ladder. What? But you got to find out what he do to get paid one hundred eleven eleven dollars an hour. His value is that much. Like yeah. uh, my brother, my brother's a my baby brother. He's like a sucker duck. When it's kind of woman, he'll he'll just a duck ass nigga. Like <laughs> he'll give a woman everything. Nigga, she don't even gotta look good. I, we stopped talking for a while. He's a sucker duck that just stood screaming, making my head hurt. Yeah, yeah he, he was a black for when he just made a week. 
You know what I mean? Like, in the kidney, like, I can see if he's fine as hell. He can be fat, ugly. He just don't give a fuck. I don't know what that nigga is. Low self esteem. I don't know what it is. But he moved while He gave up his old teacher career to move to Philly with this chick. And um, he couldn't find a job. Because to be a teacher in Philly, you got to have Philly teacher type life thing. They don't give a fuck what you did in Florida. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck about your Florida shit. So he was just screwed. He was just working in and out of jobs. So I was telling him, bro, why don't you go to Walmart? What? Man, you tried me. Nah, bro, 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 bro. I'm telling you, I ain't talking to just be back and dog. You know how much you need to make at Walmart to actually take that job serious? I mean, if you're going to be a slave, be a well-paid slave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you're going to be doing, somebody going to tell you when to go on vacation with you, let, it be, let, let the money be good. God damn, you're going to be a slave. You're going to be a well, you know, be a post, you know, slave they get, be paid. get your freedom for the holiday. Yeah, be so. Paid. He, he, yeah, like he was too good for when they wanted me and my wife went to Walmart to get an air filter. He couldn't find it for the for the uh, air conditioning guy. So we saw a guy they got on uh, some tight little khakis on and little blue little shirt. Had gray hair switched to the side, and he said, "Well, maintenance." And he was like, "Hey, you need some help?" And he's showing us, and he let us know we don't got it at this store. So I said, "Hey, man, what you doing? How much you uh, what, what you doing Walmart?" He said, "He said the title what he does," and he, he said, "I can tell how much I make. Put it like this." If I die today or tomorrow, my wife get a million dollar check from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? So I made sure I watch what I eat, and we all bust out laughing. And uh, he said he started off out of the military. He started off coming to Walmart, doing boxes at night, stocking stuff at night. And now he's whatever position. So me and my wife walked off, and I said, I'm not trying to tell Eddie, man, you could use these billion dollar companies. They can pay you good. If you ain't no entrepreneur, ain't trying to get no real money, you know, you ain't trying to leave. At least if you're going to slave for a company, that'd be something, you know. My wife done Google up his position, and he the one that I found out make like a hundred dollars an hour. So maybe make like two, almost two hundred thousand a year. Yeah, and so he took him ten years. Now so now he got no life. I'm gonna be honest, with you. he got no life. He Walmart. I mean, he got like he probably barely see his wife, barely see his kid. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he got no life. You know, Walmart is his life. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna play that game to work for somebody, play it all the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And why spend 10 hours away from your kids from pennies? And I'm spending time for my kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on there. It's kind of like robbing a bank. I ain't trying to rob no bank on $20. I'm trying to get the whole damn um, I'm going I'm for the dust store. I'm going for the I'm going to prison, man. I'm going, I'm going for the bank. Prison, <laughs> you know, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, I show up, I'm going to be like, I'm the guy that's, I'm the guy that robbed for a couple of bills. And they're going to be like, yo, you see, yo, he robbed for a couple of bills. Not for like a hundred, two, Twenty thousand dollars, nah, nah, nah. I'm going in so hard. We're gonna do this shit no more. We do that. Uh, <laughs> I remember. I don't know if you know the old school rapper Pastor Troy. He got one old song, and at the end of it, he was like, uh, "Yeah, I hate Pete. Yeah, I'm jealous of Pete. Yeah, nigga, I'm jealous of Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah I'm jealous of Ruffin." So he's like, "Man, you nigga talking about putting D's on the Cadillac? Man, we been put D's on the Cadillac, man. We been on that, man. I want, I want, I want Master P money, nigga." I want, you know, I want Oprah Winfrey money. You know what I'm saying? So, to the point, man, you're going to do it. Do it big. Even if it's something wrong, do it big. Yeah. That's true. If you kill five or ten people, if you attack and you try to kill five or ten people, you might well load all of them. You're going to get the same amount of time. Well, man, I don't know what's different between two life citizens and oh, like I mean, you get gone for life. You might well go ahead and go all in. Okay, so that's my whole thing. I ain't glad. Sometimes I drive up to give me something to eat, like McDonald's or Hardee's or Chick-fil-A. And I've been an entrepreneur so long, I heard from nobody so long, and I see how Chipotle is pretty good at it, but other other fast, I see how the lines be backed up and, 
and and they be telling you once you pay the money and get your foot to a park over there, we'll bring it to you. I get so aggravated because I'm a businessman. I know this kid ain't ran officially. So I be telling myself, man, I, man, I would, I would, man, I should talk to the uh, franchise owner and and see, can I just work two days out of the week? He don't even got to pay me. And just to prove to him how I can get this shit going to fix it. Like, I literally, like, want to do it because I know I don't got to pay for overhead. I know I got to pay. You know, I don't got to pay. See, I'm just, you yeah. know, employee by. But, you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't going to do it. But it just, I get so, you know, my mind, my mindset is always trying to correct a business model. Chip play got it out the bag. You don't got to do I like Chick Fil A, but I don't like them because they don't open up on a Sunday. You know, I, yeah, that's that's a moral. You know, man, that's yeah, moral. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how much? You know how? You know how much? You know how much more money they make if they open on Sunday? They wouldn't have yes. stopped that. You know, oh, yeah. That, that, that's why I tell people about money. You know, what I'm saying like, I remember one day I was arguing with this girl back in the day. Like, really did be online on Facebook going against people when they come with these liberals and Democrat type values. I thought come up on game about about money and stuff. And first thing somebody say, especially they famous. Uh, like it'll be a girl be half naked online all the time. She's more famous, and you know, and she supposed to make big money. Oh, she make more money than you. I say, okay, maybe she do make more money than me. But look what it takes for her to make more money than me. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, Judas, you, even if you don't believe in the Bible, even if you don't yeah. believe in God, the the the, the, the story is wisdom. You know, there's wisdom behind the story. And Judas betrayed Jesus, and they gave him like five gold coins. That's supposed to be like ten million dollars. Yeah, man, he felt so guilty. He tried to get the money back. They're like, "Nah, nigga, we good." You know what I'm saying? Told him you was that we good. You see that little that <laughs> and he ended up hanging himself, and the coins on the ground by his foot. So that that gave you the mindset: money ain't everything. You want to get naked online? Like I'm, I'm, I'm a typical nigga. You know what I'm saying? I see the kids have I be looking like down they ass fat. But you know what I'm saying? That's just me being a you know me being a man. I you know I bite, I hit it. You know what I'm saying? But in the day, because you know I, I look at what Kevin Gates said. You know what I'm saying? I think my dick, my dick is dog. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I you know I, I I hit it, but that don't mean that it's right. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean that you know you should have more more class for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't want to. They shouldn't take that get money get naked online for because the game fans and all of that. I'm telling you, man. The, you know the, the only fan situation on my podcast, I have. I have an amazing young lady that I interview. She do she she does OnlyFans, and I learned one thing. And my grandma always said, "The way you start is the way you go finish." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Whatever you set your value as, that's what the last person's gonna remember you as. That's what you set your yep. last value as, yep. and your and your stock and- price in the went up." <laughs> and- and the, and the crazy part is that's new money. Old money don't do that. Yeah. Johnson Johnson kids, they ain't been getting on OnlyFans. And and you know, they they probably make more money, but why like fans, there's a lot of things I can do to make more money now. You know what I'm saying? And I got the money for the capital to to, to, to try it out. But my whole thing is now is now I gotta take it worth my time. Yeah, I make more money, but is it worth my time? Is it worth my stress to make more money? You know what I'm saying? When, when you ask me you start from scratch and you work your way up, you can get to a point that you never let your money get smarter than you. My money, I always say smarter than money. I always, I'm, I'm more smarter money. When I mean don't let your money get smarter than you, it's people that win the lottery. You go from working at McDonald's and making $8 an hour to you're a millionaire tomorrow. Now, your money's way smarter than you. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your mind frame, the $8 mind frame, but you got a million dollars in the bank. So, you're going to be broke in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Because your money out is way smarter than you. Now, if you grow with your money, if you $8 hour guy, and then you start a little business, now you're making 
you know, if you work fifteen dollars an hour or not, you know, if they ever look scale, you more you making that happen. So you more advanced in your money. You control your money. You know what I'm saying? And and the, when you get to the point you control your money, then you have a point that you, the money you stop and you pause and say, "Do I want to keep going? I mean, it's, it's not that I want in life. There's nothing else. I mean, yeah, we all want a Ferrari, we all want a billion dollar mansion, but is, is it is it worth me going through the stress and everything to get that? Just to, you know what I'm saying? The older you get, the more you kind of don't care. And, you know and, so and that's like, literally where I am, literally at right now. Like I've been on the road for the past three months, man. And, you know, my background is in printing. And I'm the guy that formulated a lot of the colors for smart water, candle jobs, chips, and stuff like that. You know, I'm the guy that created the color. It's, it's, it's yeah, man, it's, it's, you got you got a talent too. So, the, you know, it's just a, it's just a point, like, for instance, you can make, somebody like, it's like back in the day I was a kid, if you can have people make a joke and say, you uh, you let a nigga hit you in the ass for a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And niggas be like, hell yeah, I, yeah, I put my money. Man, I, even when I was a kid, I said no. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know, for a million dollars, nigga, I don't care, 10 million. I was a jit then. You know what I'm saying? Now me being a grown man, you know what I'm saying? Of course, it's definitely no, but it just put the mind frame. I won't, I won't do, I won't do nothing out the way out my morals for money. Yeah, because you day, got morals standards. A, right. Now, back in the day, my morals, I still had, it, it, I still had a line across. But in a day, I would leave my kids and wife home while I go bust my ass 10 hours at the job for a check. You know what I'm saying? I would come home and my kids want to play with me. And I say, hey, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't in the mood. Man. I got to go to school. I got to go to work tomorrow. And my kid walk off sad. I, you know what I'm saying? I, and, of course, I didn't want to do that. But, you know what I'm saying? I, that's, I, you know, I did. So, but now, it's nothing. It's, you can't pay me for that no more. Because my money's so good, I don't have to do that no more. I don't have to. I don't have to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? My kids, they old enough, they don't want to play no more. But, uh, you know, my daughters and my kids, they, they talk to me now. They're teenagers. They don't want to come around my back and that. But the thing is, my morals got so high. My morals got higher because my money got higher. And I don't think it's worth the money for me to, 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 to do a lot of things. Like right now, somebody can tell me, hey, you drive, you stay in Jacksonville, Florida. You drive all the way to L.A., we'll give you a brand-new Jaguar for free. Brand-new 2021 Jag. Drive all the way to L.A. by tomorrow. You'll get it. I'm like, no, I'm straight. I don't feel like driving that far. Brand new Jack. Because my mind <laughs> thinks the point now. It's the point now to me. The point, the point now to me, to me is not a brand new Jack. To me, it's a car. I got a whole bunch of them. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, my, yeah. friend, my mind friend, it's a car now. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you, know, you got you got older Jack, you know, because I, I collect old cars, but it's still a car. I mean, it's not worth my time now. If I was booked by L.A., an hour away, you know what I'm mean? saying? Or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm for a brand new Jack. But man, no, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Now, I was younger. Nigga, you could have told me you had an old hoopy out there. That bitch crank up and drive. Nigga, I'm going to catch a greyhound. <laughs> 30 hours. And you would have got there. And that's why you're wise. That's why you're wise. You're older. You you know, you're aging like fine wine, man. And you got morals and standards. Well, you know, my man. goal is, man, I don't want. You uh any other young brother, you only got to be black, any young person to go through what I had to go through to get where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, uh, I had, back when I was young, we ain't had an internet like that. You know, when I, the, the the biggest thing the internet was for me was when I was younger, when Tupac died, uh, we, we, can, we, we can go to in the library and go on Yahoo and look up some Tupac lyrics or look up Bone Thugs and Harmony or uh, Twister lyrics because so fast. 
So that was a highlight. Oh, you go to Yahoo, man, you can download the lyrics, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that was the highlight of the internet back in, back in the late 90s. You know what I'm saying? So well, now the internet is we, now the internet is booming. Man. Yeah, it's a whole nother level. But you know, it's, it's but point is, it's no support. It wasn't no support from entrepreneurs. The only support you're gonna get is people your real circle. And the typical person don't believe in that. They look at you. A parent in such a black community, but I, most often they believe that you'll be a famous basketball player, famous football player before you own a company. You know what I'm saying? Like they That's they 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 go to your basketball game, go to your football game, but. Um, they won't support you when you're trying to start my own business. Or, or they want even even if you went even if you went to uh even trying to be a scientist, they won't come to you a science fair. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the black community got it all twisted up. I'm known as the super uncle Tom, but, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't agree with it. But in the day, man, I'm all about when you're a businessman and you deep in it, you all about what works. The emotions don't even be there. And that's good because you're 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 highly successful. You got morals. You got standard. You got people that respect you. They might not like you, but you're going to respect that right. man and you're trustworthy and you're you're successful. They can't take that away from you. And we need more brothers like you in, yeah, in, in the that's community what I'm trying right to now. Because this is... That's this, what I'm trying to do what you do with the podcast. And hey, man, you, to, you, uh, you, you... Come up with a book. You got it very good and you about to come up with a book and everything. And right now... I'm focusing on writing a book, man, and I'm drawing a blank, man. It's I got a white page in front of me. There's so much stuff I want to write about, but listen, listening to this conversation, I think I think I'm literally on the right path of what I'm about to write and talk about. But we definitely gonna have to pick it up on another day, man. Cause let me tell you, you are a bucket of gold. I don't I don't think people kind of understand because. I'm listening to your podcast from my phone. My phone is all cracked and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everyone was like, man, get crazy straight. Why don't you go and get a phone? I'm like, this phone functions perfectly fine. <laughs> and I'm listening to hey, your bro. podcast and what everything. You got, you, got, you, got, you got an iPhone or you got a... Uh, I got an iPhone. Uh, Android. I, I got an iPhone. Bro, I, when you come up with some money, join the, uh, join the thing online to teach you how to fix phones. You know what I mean? I'm about to start a business doing that. I paid fourteen hundred to learn how to flip cell phones. And taught me how to fix cell phone screens. Man, you can fix that shit for ten dollars. You take it to a shop, you're looking at one sixty. One sixty. You're looking at ten dollar problems in one sixty. Yeah, yeah. But I, I never started. Like I said, I can't do everything. But uh, man, learn learn how to do that shit yourself, man. You know, it ain't about being cheap. It's about being smart. You know, it takes literally if you send your phone to the iPhone or uh, a place to fix the iPhone, then they're gonna send ten to fifteen dollars on the brand new screen. And then they're gonna put it on. It takes four four minutes, and they're gonna charge you one sixty, you know what I'm saying, or one seventy. I'm, I'm definitely, so, uh, I'm definitely gonna go to iFixit, iFixit dot com, and they they tell you how to do it for free. A lot of uh, nerds going down for uh, computers, and they tell you how to do it for free. And you'll be like, what the fuck? I was uh, gonna pay one sixty, one seventy, two hundred. So where can the audience? So where can the audience find you? Find find what? Like find you on, Insta- you on, on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram. The, uh, I think my Instagram is the real type Montana, and uh, the website TypeMontana.com. dot com. I got the domain. I just ain't got the website yet because um, I ain't got nothing to put on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm waiting. I'm waiting to finish this. this uh, I got some quick ebooks that's already made, but it's basically uh, it's basically stuff about mindset. We call Montana University. The first one, first one, gonna be leadership one on one. And 
is basically going to teach you uh, about just basic leadership skills and you can use it towards just not to you can put your family just, just in life period that how people follow you. And the next one going to be anger because uh, if you got an anger problem, you better, you trying to get rich. You better know how to play ball or have some type of talent because if you trying to turn $1 into $2, you got an anger problem, that shit ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Your ass going to be in jail. You know, you, you got so many problems going on in your life that they're going to stop you from the floor. That's so, why I me and my wife, when we get into it, I just get upset because I be too big thinking about what we fighting and arguing about. I ain't thinking about the money no more. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, one part about, see, about seven, eight years ago, we broke up for like freaking, uh, a month. And bro, that set my life all the way back. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I, I moved back to Orlando. She moved back with her mom. We had our own place, had our own car. I, she, I left all the cars and moved, you know, my brother joined to Orlando, dropped me off at my homeboy house. And, uh, she moved with her mom. So she ain't paid it now, already cause she, nobody stayed there no more. And, uh, the car that we had, we had an old little Mercedes then, and um, shit, that shit basically got repo, like volunteer repo. We didn't even, you know, we moved, you know what I'm saying, gave back to the people. And when we, and of course, like every other couple, we got back together. <laughs> like two weeks. <laughs> and we got back, and nigga, we had to start all the way over, bro. All the way over. So we, had, just so we got into it. Just so we got into it. So still today, we, yeah, we argue like we old people, we've been together 20 years, we are never. We try to never take it to the point that we got to start our shit over. Like, you know, like, we're going to break up. And, no, 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 no. Fuck that. We work too hard. We just got to deal with each other bullshit. I don't care if the young people say toxic. We don't give a fuck about that. We toxic, then, motherfucker. We, <laughs> we ride or die. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you know, if I, if I die the day or tomorrow and they do a Netflix, Netflix movie of, of me, <laughs> my wife's going to be one of the main characters in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? She's very important in my life. Man, you know what I'm saying? I'll, but I'll, if I'll... you see us day to day, you'll be like, Damn, man, they be kind of going at it, but that's just how we ride. We, my, it gets crazy. A lot of kids taking their parents' arguing. My kids, that's just entertainment for them. Yeah, because they, they like, it's crazy. Y'all, y'all are arguing, and then five minutes later, y'all busting out laughing and, 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 and laughing and joking with each other. Because you guys because understand. So long, man. You guys understand what's, yeah, yeah. what's definitely yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to definitely yeah. have to catch up in, on a part two, man. We definitely gonna have yeah, to man. catch up. Yeah, man. Yeah, but thinking you uh, y'all might use it for my podcast. That's that's the idea of podcast. I got. I don't know how many. I don't know how long we've been talking. I don't know how many times you cut this up to make it two, three different. One thing I learned about content. One thing if you I cut it up. Yeah. If I, I, yeah. I, I'm planning on cutting it up and releasing them piece by piece. I got over thirty two hours of content on this mixer. And I take it on the plane with me, and I pay thirty dollars to check the bag in. Jeez, that thirty dollars add up <laughs> to right, take right, it everywhere right, with me. Right. And I'm mobile man, and I tell people it's just the information that I'm going to be releasing because I want to interview people that is doing the business, handling. You hearing the Morris and you hearing the story, man. But I, I would definitely cut it up and release it, though, man. But thank you very much. For your time, man, and, and let the audience know where to find you again. Uh, right now, well, soon in a couple of weeks, tightmontana.com. You can remember that it's not up now. I, um, but for right, right now, uh, the real Tight Montana on, on Instagram and Tight Montana on Facebook, you know, the, uh, the basics. But tightmontana.com, we like I said, we already got a domain name, but we just ain't put it on the website yet because I want to put it because I want to put the website. I might got no content, you know, so I'm trying to come out with a book first. 
you know, and then I feel out there. But uh, yeah, man, that's it, man. We uh, we getting into movies too, man. Um, about uh, I just uh, I'm playing a freelancer to write a script, and we getting into short movies. You know what I'm saying? And um, I ain't trying to be Hollywood, and make millions. It's just the point. I start my own subscribing company, a subscription company. So if someone pay me three, four dollars a month for the, for my website, see my movies. You know, the more people I get, that's three dollars times what, a hundred, a thousand. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing with content, once you put it out there, it's out there. You don't gotta every yeah. day do the same thing over and over again. So that's yeah, so, true, we, so you know, they, 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 they're gonna be called my ton of film. So uh, you know, y'all keep up with me. It'll be, it'll be on the ground. You know, so, I can't. And oh yeah, don't forget half full. Same place you found me at half full. Man, you must be to keep. Uh, you know, man. Hey keep man, keep, keep putting it out. Oh. Look, man, out. You be like, man, you be looking for them. The, the 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 podcast where it's not big, it's not on the screen. I'm like, I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look, and I'll be listening, man. I'll be I'll be listening to everybody's stuff, and everybody was like, the amount of time I put into listening to information is is very interesting, man. I'm more than welcome to come on your podcast as a guest. You can interview me, man, because my story yeah, is very yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, hit you up too, man. I saw the little thing on, on Instagram. You got a missile board and all that. I ain't got see. I got a mic. And I just got my laptop. Man, you know if saying? I show but, you what uh, I got, because I pay $1,000 for all this. And everybody was like, how much debt you got? Since you teach people about financial literacy and teaching people how to build the right foundation, how much debt you got? And I show people, I said, I got $1,000. And it's on this mixer. <laughs> I could pay it Dang, off. To, so it's kind of like, like, like you got a, uh, uh, like, like you in the music, like a studio vibe. I guess yeah. that's the same type of equipment you use like Man, I could show you, man. You'd be like, really? This is it? This, this, this is it? I'd be like, this is it. This, that's it? You'd be like, so you're telling me for all this right here, and like, you don't have to pay $1,000. See, you don't have to pay $1,000 at all. I choose to pay $1,000 for the extra mic, and, you know, I'm very extra low-key. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> so... I'm looking at everything, and the mix itself costs like five hundred dollars. Mm. And I got like four more mics at the house. I didn't like all the mic. I, I, I invest my money, but you got to, but you got to know how to mix it though. You can't just be oh, this, no. I got this it. is you the thing. Do you don't even have to do none of that. I was sitting. I was sitting there and show you, man. You you be like, you be like, 